Welcome to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer, a show full of tips and practical strategies to repair, rebuild, and strengthen your relationship. If you are currently stuck wondering if your marriage can be saved, or you know you want to save it but don't know how to go about changing it, this show is for you. And now here is your host, Nicola Beer, who specializes in a proven 10-step program to help couples increase their love, passion, and happiness in their marriage in 30 days or less, guaranteed. Hi and welcome, this is Nicola Beer. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm going to be talking to you about insecurity. Could insecurity be ruining your marriage or ruining your life? I'm going to tell you exactly how you can take control of your thoughts in today's episode. Debbie, name change for privacy reasons, came to me because she no longer felt like she was being herself. I know I'm overreacting and sometimes over-controlling Nicola, but I can't help it she would say to me. Her fears and anxieties were leaving her to, in her words, act desperate. She wanted to trust her husband, Gary, but couldn't. Five years back, when they were engaged to be married, she found flirty Facebook messages from a girl at his work. Recently, Debbie noticed a message pop up from an old school fling of his, asking to meet him. Debbie was furious that Gary hadn't told her about the message after their previous history. Gary protested it meant nothing and that he didn't even reply to this girl. She could even see that. He said that he had, she had trust issues. Nicola, nothing I say or do will make any difference. It's pointless. She will never trust me. If I work late, go out drinking, chat to other women when we go out together, I get a barrage of texts or complaints. So yes, I didn't tell her when someone insignificant got in touch. Debbie couldn't break herself out of the constant checking up on him. She would get constantly wound up and her mind would race with what ifs. She knew that Gary loved her and believed he wasn't the type to have an affair. Yet she couldn't control her irrational racing thoughts. He isn't answering because he is with someone else, she would tell herself. Or her other thoughts would be he is flirting on Facebook again. He's making a fool of me. What if he's cheating on me? Is he with that girl from work? So what would happen is her heart rate would increase. She'd feel hot and get angry and would escalate to controlling behaviour. At the same time, she would also be annoyed at herself for having such spiralling thoughts and would then attack herself for being so weak and insecure. Why do I have to overanalyse everything? Why can't I control my thoughts? What's wrong with me? She would go round in circles, attacking herself. Or sometimes, being really upset. Why am I overreacting? Why, why do I have this problem? Maybe I'm damaged. Fighting thoughts is common for both men and women I work with who have in- experienced infidelity in their marriage because their spouse had an affair. They wonder why they're not over the affair yet, why they can't get images of the affair out of their head, why they are not themselves anymore after the affair. They often ask me, how can I control my thoughts? I have numerous ways to assist them in my Save a Marriage program, from individual letting go of past hurt and resentment to strategies couples can adopt to rebuild love, trust and respect. What we often don't realise is that fighting our thoughts can make things worse. Maybe you don't have any trouble with your thoughts. Goodness knows I used to especially when they come crashing into my world without invitation. 
You don't need to have caught a cheating wife or a cheating husband for them to feel out of control. Our thoughts are like mosquito bites. They come up, unexpected and unwanted. But we do have a choice. We can fight and scratch away at them, become irritated and feel worse as the itch becomes uncontrollably painful, or let it go without giving it much attention. Beating yourself up for having negative thoughts causes them to escalate. When we give our thoughts energy, the intensity and frequency can increase and consume us. It's like feeding a parasite. It will grow. What about you? Do you ever curse yourself for thinking negative thoughts? Do you get agitated when your thoughts seem out of control? Do you battle with yourself or guilt yourself for thinking in a certain way? If the answer is yes, let me share with you that the best way you can control your thoughts is to be kind to your mind. Instead of fighting fearful and anxious thoughts, getting angry and annoyed at your mind for racing, feeling victim to circling doubts, be kind to your mind. So you might be wondering, how on earth do I do that, Nicola? What are you talking about? Well, number one is to acknowledge, accept and appreciate each thought rather than dwell on it or fight it. Two, remind yourself that thoughts come and go. You don't have to attach any meaning to them. Three, Recognise that all thoughts we have, especially anxious and fearful thoughts, is just our mind's way of trying to protect us. For example, fearful thoughts often come up because we don't want to go through the pain we previously went through or the pain someone close to us has suffered. This is your mind looking out for you. Take this as a blessing. Calm the thoughts by listening to them and recognising that it's just a warning and doesn't need to be acted upon. Anxiety. Anxious thoughts can be a sign we love someone or something dearly. Our spouse, our friends, our family, our job, and we just don't want to lose them. It can be a beautiful sign to pay attention to what's important. So if you've got any anxieties around your relationship, then maybe it's just trying to show to you that it, how important it is to you and perhaps you can take action to lessen it. All fear and all anxiety can be reduced with the right actions. You just need to take the right actions and also take te- follow techniques that will help you calm the anxieties. So try, with each anxiety, to try and be grateful for it because it's showing us that we need to be focused on living in the now and appreciate what we have. Indecision. Same if you're stuck with indecision. Is the relationship right? Should I stay or go? Should we have another child or not? Don't be angry at yourself for not being sure. Thank your mind for bringing up the mixed feelings, the concerns, the excitement, the bad, the good. This is a sign that you attach pain and pleasure to both sides of the decision and that it needs to be worked through for clarity. Regrets. Regretful thoughts can be consu- consume us if we let them. If you find yourself wishing you had done things differently, better, done less or more of something... Ask yourself, what is the regret trying to teach me? What can we or I learn from the past to make the future even better? Remember, what we resist persists. So when we're resisting something, it persists because we're focusing on it, we're giving it our attention. Therefore, to control your thoughts, we need to be at peace with them instead of at war. So start today and be kind to your mind. This is the first step. The second is finding ways that Gary and Debbie, in this example, or you and your partner, can work together to rebuild trust. 
by actions, not words. And this is something that I cover in the Save the Marriage program as well. It's totally focused, the whole 10 steps, on actions that couples can take to transform their marriage. Because talking definitely is not enough to to save a marriage, especially if the only talking is arguing over old problems or one person saying to the other person, I'll change, I'll promise I'll change, because these reassurances don't work. If you're stuck and unsure about what action you can take, or you're still struggling with your thoughts and want to know how to calm the anxieties or get through fears or overcome any obstacles in your marriage, then contact me today and book your free Save My Marriage consultation. You can book directly on my website and choose a time that suits you. All you have to do is go to www.savemymarriageprogram.com. During the session, we'll look at where you are now and where you want to be how you can increase love, happiness and passion in two weeks or less and what challenges are you facing that you really need to overcome and some steps to overcome them. If this sounds appealing to you, I'd love to speak to you. From my heart to yours, I hope you enjoyed today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer. To book your free Save My Marriage consultation, please visit www.savemymarriageprogram.com forward slash consult. And if you've enjoyed this episode, Nicola would really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review on whatever app you're listening through so the show stays visible, allowing more people to get the support they need to increase their love, passion and happiness. 